The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. You know, our brains kind of hold on to negative. It's always looking to remember negative and My friend, Dr. Michaela, reminds us that that's because it's our brain's job to make sure we're comfortable. And in order for us to be comfortable, we want to be in a situation where we know what's going to happen. So when we have evidence that we survived something that was scary, that it didn't go perfectly, but everything turned out okay in the end, and we were actually better for it, then this tells our brain, it's okay, you're going to be all right, you can be comfortable. So if you haven't already, please you know, make sure you do that. Keep track of some of the things that you've done recently because I bet you've started to see change. I bet you started to do things that were outside of your comfort zone. I mean, just today, before we started filming, we were talking about situations where many of the people who you know, are on this project have said, because I'm now self-aware, I'm doing things realizing that it's a good thing and I'm overcoming shyness and I'm putting myself in social situations where... I know it's my job to make other people feel comfortable. Or I'm doing these things realizing that it's uncomfortable and I'm scared, but if I just do it, I'm going to live and then I have evidence for the next time I need to do it. You know, we've been talking about this a lot. Before we film these things and traveling and with my friends, like it's on my brain. I'm always thinking about like, how do you become a more confident person? There's just no other way to summarize it other than you just got to do it. You can't read a book and become more confident. You need to do it. You know, it's with experience that you become confident. And the more evidence you collect, the more experiences you experience, the more confident you will become. Today, I want to talk to you specifically about the four different types of confidence. Because you probably yourself are really confident in certain situations, and then in other situations, you're like, I'm freaking out right now. Public speaking, how do you feel about that? Like, tomorrow, I need for you to deliver a speech in front of a 1,000 people on something you know inside and out. So don't worry. I'm not going to ask you to present on something that's foreign to you. But tomorrow, you're going to have to speak to a 1,000 people, 1,000 strangers at a conference. But it's going to be the area that you're an expert on. How does that make you feel? Nervous? Anxious? Or are you like... Yes, bring it on. I'm ready for it. What about other situations? What about physical confidence? So imagine that you've got to show up in a group exercise class of 20 other individuals who are really fit and they've been doing this workout and it's going to be a really hard workout. And you're going to be front and center. You're going to be a part of the class. You're not teaching it, but you're going to be a part of the class in the room where everyone can see you at the front. How does that make you feel? That's an area of confidence. So let's break these areas down, and I'll give you an example of each one. The first one is social confidence. 
So when you think of social confidence, I want you to think about how you feel and then give yourself a score on a scale of one to 10. One being, I know I need to improve this. This is not where I'm confident. And 10 is, bring it on, I love it. That doesn't make me nervous at all. I actually quite enjoy it. Socially, how would you score yourself on a scale of one to 10? And I want you to think of situations where you're gonna be around people you don't know. You're gonna be in an environment where there's conversations and people don't know each other necessarily and your friends aren't there with you. How does that make you feel on a scale of one to 10? Next area is your expertise, your knowledge. In other words, how well do you feel like you are able to grasp information or knowledge? And do you most find that you become insecure or kind of shy when everyone seems to have a lot of knowledge about a particular subject and you wonder if you know enough or if you're smart enough, if your input is going to be valuable? So when it comes to knowledge and expertise, I'm talking about when people are discussing a topic, how does it make you feel if you don't know a lot about it, but you know a little? How does it affect your confidence when you're in a conversation and suddenly everybody speaks about a subject that you don't know very much about? Does it make you curious or does it make you self-conscious? Does it make you want to ask questions and you like it? You like being in that position to learn? Or does it really start to make you feel inferior and question if you're smart enough and if you should be in the circle, right? Okay, then the third one is an appearance standpoint. How do you feel about your physical appearance? Now, I'm not saying that you should give yourself a 10 because you think you're perfect. I'm just saying, because you know we all think that there's something we can improve, but I'm asking you to rank your confidence as it becomes to your appearance when you're at the right body weight and you feel good about yourself. How, how do you feel? Is it never enough? Are you always wondering what people think about your appearance? Do you always think that People are looking at your body or your face or your hair or I'm always thinking I'm not tall enough, I'm not short enough, I'm too tall, I'm, I don't like my nose, I don't like my hair and that's kind of like all I can think about sometimes is my appearance. In that case, you'd want to give yourself a one. But you might want to score yourself much higher if you're like, you know, I probably don't give it much thought. Yeah, I could lose five pounds or I could lose 10 pounds but it doesn't stop me from doing things. It doesn't get in my head. So that's another really great way for you to gauge where you're at today. And by the way, this stuff can change all the time, right? I mean, because I score myself high on a lot of these categories. But, you know, I remember after I gave birth to, in particular, Sierra, and thinking that, wow, for the first time, I'm really self-conscious about my appearance. I don't like the way my body looks. And for the first time in my life, I remember thinking, like, I wonder if people are judging me because I should be in better shape by now. You know, I had the baby months ago. So at that time, I would have scored myself lower on appearance. This can shift and change. So the score that I want you to give yourself today is like where you are today. And it's awesome if you've given yourself really high scores in, in almost every area. Cool. But most of us are going to find that there is the one area you should probably work on first. So what is it for you? So all of these, social confidence, expertise or knowledge, confidence on our physical strength. And for some people, it can be your athletic abilities. Like some people are like, oh, when it comes to anything athletic, I would rather die. I'd rather crawl underneath a rock. I've got two left feet. I'm so uncoordinated. I'm not competitive. I don't have control over my limbs. And so that situation makes me feel really insecure. 
So that's the next one. And then, of course, the last one was appearance. So which of those do you need to work on first? Because this is really important for you. This is how we track or measure your progress. You see, the whole point of these exercises, like anything else, like any program I've ever created before, whether it's a strength training program or a cardiovascular program or a program to give you a stronger core, if I don't teach people how to measure progress, well, number one, you lose motivation, and number two, there's no way to be incentivized to know I should continue because this is working, right? So what do we do in a physical program? I'll say, get out your tape measure, measure your waistline, get on the scale, or have your body fat tested. That way you know if this hard work, the exercises that you're doing every day are making you stronger or they're a waste of time. So I want you to put some measure here so that as we go through this progress, you can actually go, hey, I'm getting a lot better in this area. Now, some of these, just recognizing that it's an area you need to work on, that alone is going to help you. Because you're going to go, oh, I know why I'm nervous right now. I know why I'm avoiding this. It's because I don't have as much confidence as I could in this area. So I'm not going to give myself permission to cancel tomorrow. Because I know we're going to be in a social situation where I won't know people. And in the past, I would have just said, yeah, I feel sick in the morning and declined the invitation. But now I'm aware that this is something I need to work on. And in order to do that, I need courage, right? And so just being aware is going to help you improve the score. Because if you're aware of it, then you're like, well, I better do something about it. And to just know that I'm feeling a little nervous about this and I've already identified that that's the first thing I need to work on. So I'm going to do this. You're going to see that score improve. And that's why I've asked you to list the score for each one of these areas. Now that you've identified the one that's the first for you to work on, perhaps the lowest, hopefully it's the lowest score, what can you do in the next week to put yourself in this situation? Like, create it for yourself. One of the things that you just absolutely fear is failing in a workout or being around super fit people and and not being able to make it all the way through then your assignment is you've got to go take a class or do a workout or pick up a new sport or do something that's really scary and uncomfortable. And I want you to know that that's the area you're going to work to improve and it's not going to kill you, right? And it's going to go in your evidence file, right? That's why we talked about your evidence file because the more situations we have that relate to the area you've identified as your low area, the more evidence that goes in this book, that score goes up. And you're in this program just like an exercise program. You need to make weekly progress. Take some time and figure out what you can do in the next week to put yourself in this situation. So let's come up with some examples. Like if it's appearance, right? You're worried about how people see you and so you purposely wear like looser fitting clothes or you purposely show up late so that you know all eyes aren't on you. Put yourself in a situation where you have to feel a little uncomfortable and then keep track of the result. Did you live? Was it okay? Was it not nearly as bad as you thought it was gonna be? What about expertise and knowledge? Purposely put yourself in a situation where people are gonna be talking about something where you're like, I don't know a lot about this. Just experience that without having to dominate the conversation. Just ask a couple of questions that you might have. And yes, you'll feel nervousness and a knot in the bottom of your stomach, like I hope this isn't a dumb question. Don't say that though. But you're going to ask that question anyways, and you're going to realize that you're going to live through it. Okay, so that's your homework assignment. 
And I need for you to stay accountable. It was your promise to us as being a member of the club. So let us know what it is before you do it. Today, right now, go to our Facebook group and let us know what are you going to do in the next week that as of right now falls within your category where you've scored yourself the lowest and it's got you a little nervous. And I can't wait to see how it turns out, but you know, don't cheat on this. Don't tell us what you're going to do after you've done it. You know, tell us before you go and do it and uh, let us keep you accountable. And when you're done, we will make sure it's all accounted for in your evidence file. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it. All of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337. And that is for U.S. residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear and we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips.